back to Stairway to Star Clan, a Warrior's Cat Baby podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. And I'm Liz. And we are back today with chapters 8 through 10 uh, here on our 69th episode. <laughs> hey. Good job, everyone. We did it. The only milestone that matters. <laughs> we can stop now. Yeah. That's yeah, it. we're done with the podcast. Sorry, uh-huh. everybody. Well, thanks it's for joining us. Yeah. Um, it was great. It's been great. May Star Clan light your path. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen so to cool. these guys? I don't know. Yeah, if I'm going to develop, fuck knows. Um, okay. Uh, any Anything before I do our, our summaries? Um, not on my end, really. These are... I feel like kind of, uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, chapter eight. Leafpole and Cinderpelt are out collecting herbs near snake rocks when they see some two-leg rubbish catch fire nearby. While Leafpole runs, Cinderpelt sees a frightening omen in the flames, a leaping tiger. They both head back to camp to tell Firestar as soon as possible. They are all alarmed at this possible sign from Star Clan, but no one is exactly sure how to interpret the tiger and the fire burning the bracken together, especially since Tiger Star is dead. Cinderpelt posits that it could have something to do with Tiger Star's son, Brambleclaw, and one of Firestar's daughters, Squirrelpaw. Not Leafpaw, though, because Squirrelpaw is much more orange than she is. <laughs> Firestar and Cinderpelt decide not to tell anyone except for Graystripe and Sandstorm, and resolve to keep Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw apart. Chapter 9. Brambleclaw notices Firestar is giving him the stink eye just like the good old days when the leader used to think he, as a baby, was incredibly evil. This makes him sad and anxious. He wonders if Squirrelpaw has let slip to Firestar something about his dreams from StarClan. While Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw try to talk to each other several times over the course of days, Firestar and the other warriors seem to have plenty of excuses and chores to keep them apart. Squirrel Paul becomes increasingly upset and argues with her father about how unreasonable he's being and his own insecurity and her own insecurities about living up to his legacy. Brambleclaw worries about how he managed to lose his leader's hard-earned respect. Chapter 10. Brambleclaw finds to, happens to find Squirrel Paul tangled in some thorn bushes while out hunting. He frees her, but before they can even speak, Firestar is already there and angrily reprimands both of them for disobeying him. He assigns them both chores and even says that they may not be fit to be warriors. Graystripe is also there and tries to reassure the two young cats but is soon called away. Brambleclaw and Squirrelpaw finally get a chance to talk after they both leave and he tells her about his dreams of a sun-sinking water place, as well as his plans to leave with the cats from the other clans to find it. Squirrelpaw is hurt he didn't tell her before it resolves to go with him instead. While Brambleclaw initially protests, he doesn't he easily gives in after realizing it will be more trouble if he doesn't. That's the end of our readings. Firestar. <sighs> he sucks so bad. The blue starification <laughs> of Firestar. I just I think he's worse than Blue Star right now. Yeah, this is <laughs> It was very easy to turn him. Possible way to handle this. Oh my god. My dude, what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> this doing a bad job. Not only are you are you poor Brambleclaw, not only are you giving him a complex again, you're also alienating your daughter. So great job as a father and a leader, you are doing terribly. 
He's giving Congratulations. him. The... He's giving him the same complex. <laughs> I like. I'm trying to think of a way that he could have done this worse, and I like can't think of one. I guess just like exiling one of them forever. Yeah, mm. like killing one of them. I guess. <laughs> Like going full like snake hell. I <sighs> putting what goes on in his little head. Nothing. <laughs> I I I have to also uh, take points away from Cinderpelt for putting this idea in his head in the first place. Yeah, girl, that what happened? <laughs> Cinderpelt, that wasn't well, cool. I don't understand why his initial reaction was like, oh. Bramblepaw would never betray me. And now he's suddenly like, I saw you speak to my daughter. How <laughs> dare you, you bitch. <laughs> like, okay. At the at the beginning of this book, he saw them argue and was like, well, don't do that. I'm going to put you two together until you get along. So, I, you know, Star Clan says not to, or, or my interpretation of Star Clan says not to, so... <laughs> I feel so, I am so sad about Brambleclaw. He is just a little huge boy, and I, (laughs) he is my son, and he is having the worst time. Doesn't, like, Mousefur something call him fat, which is very un- It's fine. Listen, he can be that, and also- She's just like, she's just like, you don't deserve to eat. Like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Rude. He's just a he's just a normal large cat living in a feral cat colony who should be able to eat what he I mean like how many things can they possibly have to eat? It's very bad out there. <sighs> I just can't believe he got shit his whole childhood. Thought he was doing better, and now Firestar mysteriously hates him again. This is... Assimilation doesn't work, too. <laughs> I think, you know, Tawny Pelt, I think maybe she was right. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe she had the right idea. I, I know all of this is like, this is just to create the conflict, but... Wild of Cinderpelt to be like... Well, it has to... I thought... I really thought she was going to be like, well... He, Tiger Star had two kids. Maybe it's not the guy who is basically like part of your family now. Maybe it's I guess she, his evil she was, Yeah. She does like mention that offhand, but they're all like, no. So, <laughs> so much for that. Hard. <laughs> now, once again, you have to imagine me, a child, not having read any Firestar's books. Um,. Cracking up in this one for the first time. This is basically his immediate vibe. I thought he sucked. I was he like, sucks. I hate this yeah, guy no, so bad. I would hate him also. <laughs> I, I get yeah. I get it now. <laughs> I read a super edition. I have deeper thoughts on how he sucks. <laughs> yeah, for for someone who has no background on Firestar, um, I mean the the impression that he sucks is even stronger. There's he has no redeeming qualities here. The like complete character assassination happened here. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, sorry. This is your protagonist. <laughs> this was our little orange boy. <laughs> no more. 
Um, should we should we go back through chronological order though? And yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we actually open on Leaf Paul. Um, I guess it's just how we find out about this prophecy. This is a hard place to be, and I think it's incredibly funny that um, when they actually tell. This is leaping ahead a little bit. Like when they go to tell Firestar about the prophecy, Cinderpelt makes a uh, a point to say they're like, "Well, maybe it's your daughter." No, not this one. <laughs> the <laughs> it's orange really one. Funny. It's a <laughs> no. The way she um, clarifies is really funny because she's just like, "It's a humorous aside and a horrible omen." She's just like, "I'm gonna keep you in check." Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Anyway, about the the traitor within our midst. <laughs> also, hold on. Let me right back. I'm gonna turn the heat off. Make noise. Oh yeah. Pat's tell you about the scuffle the cats were getting into right before we started recording. I think purely to stop us from letting them inside or to let oh us. Oh my god. They they scuffled so they could get inside, and the minute I opened the door, they went inside. Horrible creatures. Mm-hmm. How's Chickpea? She's, you know, I, uh, yeah, I do. no, she's good. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Hello. We can continue. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on chapter eight. <laughs> okay, when I read the description of a fire starting, I pictured a I I don't know if this is what it was, but I was picturing like a magnifying glass that the sun yeah. was shining through and it started a fire. <laughs> is that not what uh, happened? I, that's what it seems like to me, which is very funny. Thank yeah. you, Star Clan. Great omen. Clean up your trash. Leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but memories when you go camping. Oh, I just, you know, I just leave my magnifying glasses all willy-nilly uh, out there. I did, like, the, um, Cinderpelt fire trauma flashback, though. Yeah. I assume she was thinking also, of Yellow Fang. Oh, yeah. Love this fucking burning bush moment. Oh, <laughs> oh true. Wow, that didn't even occur to me. I don't know if that was intentional, but I think it's very funny. It is there. It's listen. This is why we. This is why you're the expert. It's sliding scale of Julian to this, and Paz is right in the middle. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness, Julian. We've missed a lot of intentional or unintentional allusions here. It's me, local Catholic knower. It was kind of cool seeing a like a cat like receive a prophecy from like the outside perspective too. Yeah. Yeah. Leaf Falls just watching Cinderpelt like like receive visions of which she does not see. Not yet. Just wait a minute. You'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's gonna be like. Enjoy. Uh yeah, it is like Kind of eerie and stuff because she's like right up close to that thing and not moving while Lupa is like running away. Yep. Yeah. Cat danger. It makes me anxious. <laughs> yeah, it's a really like frightening scene. 
Yeah, I mean, fire is is scary as established in previous books. <laughs> um, and then it goes out, and which is all good. Yeah, it's all fine except for the terrible vision <laughs> that our doctor received. Um, when <laughs> I feel like we need to have like a like a sister psychic bond alert. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> alarm. Yeah, because when 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 okay, when honestly Cinderpelt is accusing Brambleclaw, Lee falls like I get I get an urge to defend him even though I I don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, like, yeah. wow, your your sister's influence. Well, she's read her sister's posts about Brambleclaw. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know this guy, but this seems right. My parasocial relationship with Brambleclaw. <laughs> Rolls up to him like, I don't know you, but I have this strong urge to argue with you, but like, I trust you implicitly. <laughs> uh, I, I am still unclear if the psychic bond goes both ways or not, because later on, Squirrelpaw mentions like, she can tell Leaf Paul's feeling bad, but I'm like, is that just normal observation or was it unclear? Unclear. Yeah, what's what's going on here? I think the one way sibling bond would be the worst. <laughs> oh my god, I know. I um, I mean, I guess we can say it now because it's established that Squirrel Paul is going with Brambleclaw. I yeah. I think the reason this exists, but I vaguely remembered when we started talking about it was so basically uh leaf falcon get updates on (laughs) on the journey (laughs) her fucking gopro sister (laughs) she is just reading squirrel paul's uh posts about her road trip squirrel paw daily (laughs) squirrel paul's newsletter this is so funny i'm like i'm like i'm pretty certain that's the the situation oh my god she just wakes up in the medicine cat den looks at her brain I guess scrolling through <laughs> scroll, scroll post tweets oh. I feel like Squirrel Paul is the person who like makes a ton of typos and doesn't correct it at all um, so you're just yeah. trying to parse like anything she's saying I do, this is very small, but there's like a little, when they're um, getting the, when they're getting the chervil, Cinderpelt is like, don't dig up too many roots or there won't be enough. And I'm like, yes, sustainable <laughs> harvesting. <laughs> we love it. We do. We sustainably harvested some sage yesterday. No, the day we before did. yesterday. No, yeah, we did. Yeah. Stole it right from the park. The park nice. has a section for this. So it's not just getting You're not just it. out here yeah. thieving. Yeah. <laughs> it was some very, very sad sage. <laughs> but it was, we got a few leaves and we left nothing but more sage. Slightly nice. less, but it's still there. Um, have any of you ever had chervil? It sounds no. fancy. Can you eat it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Is chervil called anything else in the U.S.? French oh, like... parsley. 
It's related to parsley. Oh, interesting. It has an aroma similar to the resonant substance myrrh. Oh boy. Whoa. Sounds intense. Um we if listen, we have our um the Warriors inspired birthday party. We could have a uh, some roasted halibut with chervil sauce. That's the first recipe that came up when I googled just chervil. Okay, it sounds perfect. A delicate herb with a flavor that's like a delicate cross between tarragon and parsley. Mild really nice. hints of licorice oh. or anise. Yeah. That sounds very nice. It's yeah. perfect for fish, actually. Yeah. It says it's often used in soups. Mm. Oh, this would be good, like, in an egg thing or pesto. That It also said eggs. Yeah. Well, I only want to think about his recipes, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, cheerful lemon butter. Do you want to? Do we want to swerve away from this? We can. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much humor there is in looking at pictures of ways I can cook. Yeah, shitful. let's let's give it, um let's get back to this. Let's keep um, moving. Leaf is a very sweet scene where she tries to take comfort in Firestar, who is her father, but that is quickly diminished by Firestar being a piece of shit in the following two chapters. <laughs> being himself, being just the worst man. Sandstorm also, d- 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 where are you? Divorce, Divorce this man. Divorce. Girl. I can't wait for Firestar to, to feel like absolute shit when I hope he, he thinks he may. Yeah, away. his daughter's going to run away and it's going to be your fault. It's like literally his thought fault. Next chapter, man. They're going to be gone. <laughs> it sounds like they're going to go like right now. Like Yeah, after yeah. Chapter they're 10, like. So. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, you had you like you it's gonna be like he he argues with her, he is a piece of shit to, to both of them, and then they vanish. Good job. I think, they should. I think the last thing he says to them basically is like you neither of you is fit to be warriors. I'm assigning you baby chores yes. only for babies. Ugh. I hate him. Am I remembering? He's giving us like like blue star dementia levels of paranoia yeah! here like what dude and you and you're not old and you don't have dementia and it didn't take that long it was just like one one vision one interpretation maybe and that was it makes me feel like he's maybe he's not it's all of his suspicions about bramble club not gone away just like all his talk about unifying the clans or whatever <laughs> was for nothing and fake and did not stick at all. Does Sansa and like am I remembering wrong? Does she show up in like these set of chapters at like once? I feel like she shows up once maybe to be I think like stop being so harsh, but I don't fully like remember. I think it's mostly like that and she says something like um you should know that you if you tell Squirrel Paw anything, she won't do it or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And, like, it's true, but I think it's an underreaction. But also, Sandstorm, are you going to be in this book? <laughs> are you going to be in this book? Well, I mean, probably not. No. Sandstorm, will your presence have lasting impact on the book, however small the presence is? 
Not sure. God, yeah, the first scene, the next chapter, that starts Firestar's reign of, of terror and tyranny. Um, <laughs> Brambleclaw's just eating his, his little bird, and, and Firestar gives him a death look across the camp for no reason. <laughs> just like when he was a baby. Yes, literally. <laughs> And then, like, in the next moment, while he's, like, obsessing over this, like, Mousefur is like, I, why are you taking a second bird or oh whatever? Oh, my God, I know. It's so bad. It's also, like, he's, like, spending all this time thinking about, like, what he's, what he could have done and, like, I why, know. how did he lose Firestar's trust? Because he worked so hard to get it. He's a baby. I'm, I'm, he's a- I can't protect him. <sighs> He's just my big baby boy. He's a baby. He's he's like one of those like cats that are like, I don't know, a year old, but they're like 18 pounds. Yes. <laughs> just because they're like scaled up big. Let him eat in peace. What if he needs a second bowl? So what? He's trying Weird. to like get strength for his long journey to the ocean. That Which he doesn't even know about. What is an ocean? It's he just knows that it's real. Ugh. His prophetic it makes journey. Me so sad. I am. So, I'm so emotional <laughs> about Brambleclaw. How could they do this to my boy? Um. <laughs> God, he's and then like um. What follows next is just like this comical like sequence of just bullshit it's just yeah everyone is rushing to to just like make excuses so he and squirrel paw can't talk to the point there's, of comedy the, yeah there's a scene where like brackenfur is basically sent to like intercept him and he so clearly doesn't want to and he's it's, he's like apologizing the whole time uh he- yeah, he does let slip that it's an order, which yeah. makes him ramble. Pa- Fuck, bramble, bramble, clawback. Not bramble. Fuck, there's so there's so many words happening. Bramble claw. I don't think you should put bracken fur and bramble paw next to bramble claw. You're really <laughs> struggling. <laughs> yeah, I am. Anyway, it's good to know that however many years later, adult Brackenfur is just a little pushover still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Then when they finally do get to talk, they like have to sneak behind the nursery. Cause oh my god. Insane. Of all the places. Because um, <laughs> the baby's are. It, uh, in... I guess Brambleclaw had spent most of his thinking Squirrelpaw had, like, told on him, but... Yeah. But then they they just find out that Firestar is being a piece of shit to both of them for no apparent <laughs> reason. Yeah. And you've, you've unionized your cats against you, Firestar. Mm-hmm. It's the stupidest possible, like, way to handle it. <laughs> I know it's all for conflict, but surely there must have been a, a more subtle way of introducing this. I don't know. It's kind of 
a fun to see Firestarry piece of shit. He is a cat. He's he's literally just a cat, I guess. How would Kip handle this problem? <laughs> like really? He, he 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 would he wouldn't. He's the pushover. <laughs> he is Brackenfur. <laughs> yeah, he is Brackenfur. How would Chick be handled this? Badly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's who would handle this well. I feel really bad for, I mean, like, I feel bad for Brambleclaw, but also, like, poor Squirrelpaw, her, she mentions, like, at some point that, like, oh, are you just, like, worried I'm not gonna live up to your legacy or something? Suggesting to me she has a bit of a complex, perhaps, um, and this is not helping it. The complex of it being the child of, like, my super destiny savior protagonist father who's still yeah. alive and the leader of our society i can't imagine that why <laughs> and i i bet um uh leaf paul probably gets lots of uh praise for being leaf paul <laughs> <laughs> i do love I, I do love a girl who um you know struggles with legacy <laughs> Yeah. It's fun to see um Squirrel Paul get that particular like story beat, which is very much a son of a son story yeah. beat typically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like I really like Squirrel Paul, like as she develops throughout these books. Um she's like a great character, so she's like a shonen like protagonist. <laughs> yeah <laughs> really yeah and and i think i do think she's like a kind of or has like archetype elements that you don't see in in like female characters that often so it's it's nice yeah yeah i like it she can be annoying in in particular ways um <laughs> that you don't usually get for girls <laughs> we love that for her um yeah, I guess that we... Where are we now? Yep. One fire star shows up in this scene, I guess. Oh, right. Which, yeah. which is, he walks in like a fucking villain. He's like, so, Strupaw said I'd find you here. Oh, my God. Did that little baby tell on them? Is, listen, yes. I mean, when I want to circle back a little bit to uh-huh. um, when Cinderpell told him about this vision and they ended that conversation with like, um, okay, we are going to tell no one, not even Squirrelpaw herself, but I'm going to tell Graystripe and my wife, I guess. And that's it. But it looks like everyone knows. Everyone knows the, the broad plan is to keep these two particular yeah. cats apart. So I mean- what are they possibly thinking they know at this point too like it's it's yeah. impossible not to know <laughs> is this gonna like yeah are the people now questioning firestar's uh leadership decisions perhaps <sighs> anyway he looms out of um from from behind the nursery or whatever there's your president and your father Okay, we ha- we also have to talk about Graystripe. <laughs> Being completely ineffectual. Um, of course, that's Graystripe. A classic Graystripe. He's Graystripe just trying- got <laughs> just 
Greystripe got precedence in who was going to be told about the the horrible new prophecy <laughs> over yeah. over Sandstorm. No, Sandstorm got told to. Is Sandstorm and no, Greystripe? Oh, in order, you mean? Yeah, in order. Firestorm's like, I gotta tell Greystripe. Pause. And Sandstorm. Uh, That's her daughter. That's her kid. All, all Greystripe does in these scenes is to be like, okay, everyone, calm down. Let's all be nice. Firestorm's just under a lot of stress lately. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> and then, like, the next line is like, Firestar yowling, Greystripe. <laughs> <laughs> And then he starts giving Bramble Call like apprentice shit. Babies. Um, for baby nothing. tasks. And he and I felt so bad for Bramble Call. Like once he's like leaves and is conceivably like not there anymore. Firestar calls him an inexperienced warrior. And it's like you shouldn't hang out with bozos like that. Like <laughs> No. It's so mean. He like, helped save he's... your clan. Last books. Not that he's long being ago. So mean for no fucking reason. He, he doesn't have to. I mean, I, it's all conflict for the story. But he doesn't have to be mean. He could just be like weird and suspicious and and like shady. You know? There's there's ways to just be like stay away from each other. It could just be like I desperately need your help with every single task I have to do myself. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's also funny. But the like the sitcom comedy kind of line of um people who <laughs> have to like come up with excuses to to occupy both of um both of them is it's really just like, hey, come over here. No, come over here. It's me. Let's go get some food. Let's go get some some old people stuff, you know? Like always. Oh, you've just sat down? No, come with me. It's normal. And then chapter 10 opens with Brambleclaw having a nightmare. A nightmare about Firestar. Be nicer to my little boy. <laughs> A nightmare. I'm going to get this man. I'm going to. I'm going to make him regret this. Be nice to my son. <laughs> a nightmare about him, like kicking Bramblecall out of the clan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's his nightmare. It's like, oh no. I bet he had nightmares like that when he was a kid too. Yeah, these are the same ones. I bet he's a little baby in his dreams again. No. <laughs> no, I'm so sad. His traumas. Oh, I just can't. I can't, can't stop picturing him as big cat. He's so big, but he's the baby. And also he's hunched over all the time because he doesn't want anyone to notice him. Yeah, he's he's approximately the same size as like, maybe like he's younger, but like he will be the same size as tigers are about, yeah. but like he looks so much smaller because he's always just like scrunched up and slumping and sad and anxious. No, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> he's a little kitty. 
He's, oh. he's 20 pounds, but he's so small. <laughs> His tail is never up for confidence. Be nice to my little boy. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to make him and my children feel bad. Anyone else around? You're also going to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. You are going to get in on my shenanigans to keep these two cats away from each other. And then the, I guess, chapter... The next, the 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 big scene of chapter ten is Squirrel Paul getting stuck in a, a bush, which it's so funny. It's very funny. <laughs> they have a very like cute exchange. It's just like clown to clown communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, getting tangled in a bush is a very like kitten on a video kind of yeah. thing too. Yeah. I'm picturing Squirrel Paul with like longish fur. I think she has to, yeah. to in order to get stuck in a bush in that way. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm assuming she has the big tail, right? Oh yeah, that's why she's named Squirrel Paul. Yeah. Which I think I think I said when we brought that up. How the hell do you know that when a kitten has a little triangle <laughs> tail? But it's just it just has to have looked like a little pom pom when she was born or Aww. something. I mean, maybe it was a comparison thing because there's like, um. This leaf paw looking just like a normal tiny kitten. And the squirrel paw's right next to her looking like a Cheeto. <laughs> like the, the puffy ones. Uh, at the description of Bramble Claw trying to help her out, it says some of the thorns pierced his nose, which made me sad too. <laughs> His little nose. Noses, cat noses are so small. They're like the size of like a corner of like a chip. They're like Brimble the size of a... no bad, very no good, very bad day. <laughs> I think that's his whole book. Maybe it might be. Everyone yeah. hates him again. No, he got a he got a splinter in his nose. Mousefur said he can't have lunch. He's getting all of the baby chores. He has to go do the Aztecs soon, probably. He doesn't leave. <sighs> there is a really cute cat saying in this um, set of chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, which is... Find it. When... Uh, Mousefur sees Brambleclaw while she's while he's looking all bummed, and um, she goes, "You look as if you've lost a rabbit and found a shrew," <laughs> which is very good. Oh, I love that. I do love those little. Yeah, we love the cat sayings. This is their society. They wouldn't know what like, I don't know, a cell phone is. They wouldn't know about french fries no well they might um should we go through the firestar confrontation scene in which he is the worst in every single way yeah let's fucking put his crimes on blast (laughs) yeah um starts starts off um 
basically accusing them of disobeying orders, even though n- neither of them were ever given orders. Nope. <sighs> it's so, like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. He's dealing with this in the worst way possible. He gets one bad prophecy. <laughs> You've had bad prophecies before. Come on, man. It's also, like, the way that Sundar Pelt phrased it, like, it doesn't... The way the prophecy that she got and the way that she phrased it are not, like, the same thing. No. Yeah. She just saw a tiger in some flames. Could mean anything. Maybe... Like, I know we're all skeeved out about tigers, but... <laughs> it's and like a... He... Oh, oh go sorry. Ahead. Go no, ahead. You go no, ahead. you go ahead. No, you go. You go. No. Okay, come in here. Let's roll a D2. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like... Okay, are you gonna go? No. This is great audio. Okay. (laughs) This is... I Like I frequently think when I'm reading Warriors, this is like that Kate Beaton comic. (laughs) Um, The Macbeth one. And where which one um, is it? It's it's the Macbeth one where boy, hmm, I I sure have only read Macbeth maybe once and seen it only once, but um they're talking about how um Macbeth's line will no longer be or something and he's like, Oh, someone's gonna kill me and then the other guy's like, Oh, your kid and my kid are gonna get married <laughs> It's all subjective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the um the Firestar's greatest sin in this scene is is pulling out the warrior code and being like Bramble call you piece of shit. You're not following the warrior code. It's <sighs> I'm going to fight him. <sighs> it's very funny over the how the, over the course of approximately 3 chapters Firestar has gone from my little meow <laughs> to my sworn enemy. I'm, yeah. I'm... I'm going to take him and I'm going to put him in a room. Um, I don't know what else to do. Um, He's going to be in a room with a less good window than he normally gets to sit in. See, I was fully like, meet me out back behind the the nursery for an ass kick. Yeah, for real. (laughs) He's just a little cat. I don't know what what to do. (laughs) I'm gonna hold him up by his arms and be like, you, you've been a very bad Shake kid. him. Shake him around. <laughs> I mean, in this scenario, I'm also a cat, yeah. I think. Okay. Julie. I can't, I can't, you're, you're right. I could not, like, conscious, or like, <laughs> in good conscience, beat up an actual cat as a human. Okay. But we, as a cat. We, we catify ourselves all famous. <laughs> Julian... We're all star because we are the, the leaders of the staircase. Really, the star passer. We roll up. We're like, if I said we could talk to you, only talk. I promise. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've um, you know, we've we've had frustrations with Firestar before. I think, but I, he is my enemy now. He is. He is again. I'm kind list. of he's he's I'm the kind worst of mad at the errands about this. Yeah, it's this doesn't 
like, you know, he makes some bad decisions. Uh-huh. He makes some bad, bad, bad mm-hmm. decisions. But I don't know that he would make, like... Malicious ones? Would. Yeah, it's hard to say, because it is like we have always been from his perspective, so everything seems reasonable from his perspective. Right. Um, But I don't like him being positioned as a guy like a guy who can be, like, a bad dad on purpose. That feels yeah. like a bit... That that feels like a bit too out of character for me. But I also... Well, then he immediately goes to, like, my daughter's, like, evil. Yeah. Or I don't know if he thinks his daughter's evil, but he's willing to be, like, incredibly short with her. He's, he's to... like, um... No, go ahead. No, I was just—he's—he's he's just like being shitty towards her to her to, to get her to not like question things. Yeah, he's like using his um his authority as like a parent and also his authority as her yeah. literal leader to yeah. to get all this to happen. And I think you can say a lot of things about his questionable decisions, but I don't think he, as we know him. Um, I don't think he's been positioned as the kind of character who is going to, you know, abuse his authority. Mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting to see how a book series handles, like, the transition out of one protagonist who then becomes, like, the next generation of older f- characters with, like, authority. Um yeah. Because that is, like, you have to transition a protagonist into that role. <laughs> it's like, how do you do that? You make them as shitty as possible. Well, that's that was the solution here. <laughs> I guess it's... Ha- no, go ahead. Oh. No, I just might be... I might be more willing to accept this, though, because this was my introduction to fire stuff. It sucks. Uh, I mean, now you see why I had qualms with these books. <laughs> oh yeah, you, uh-huh. you, you, Julian, the child must have been outraged. No, I was, I was mostly mad about the the magic. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because I read magic books all the time. Well, you were in a particular mindset about this. You're like, this is cat survival society. Mm-hmm. Why is there a psychic bond between the two kitties? This isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> the rules of this world are changing. It is funny. I think there we'll probably have a larger conversation about this as the books go on. But like that, we start out with the ex kitty pet, um, and like the books are pretty normal. And then as we move into, like, clanborn cats, things get more and more buck wild. Mm. Um, and I don't think the Aaron's did that on purpose, but I think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not intentional, but, but fun, nonetheless. Well, all Greystripe has to offer in this scene is um, he's got a lot on his mind, and everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanks, Greystripe. Helpful as always. Right after that, I, I want to read this part. A yowl of gray stripe came from the direction where fire started disappeared. And then he just leaves. 
God. Why is Gravestripe just like his lackey now? I mean, he is a lackey. Don't get me wrong. This is just comical at this point. Aww. And then Squirrel Paul's takeaway from that conversation is like that her dad hates her and she can't do anything right, which is so sad. It is. It's... She's just a little kitty. And also, if that is your child, you, you horrible big kitty. <laughs> is just like Benny's mom. <laughs> just getting <laughs> complex. No. Squirrel pod sad and stinky spider hates her so much she, he won't clean her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, can can we have an aside for squirrel uh Benny's squirrel pod moment? Yeah, I think we should air her crimes. Oh, okay. Should I or should you? You can do it. Okay, so imagine um, we are celebrating Thanksgiving, a, a fake holiday, but we still made a lot of food because we have the day off, and it's nice to have food and, and so on and so forth. And it's a beautiful spread on our nice table, and we had just <laughs> taken a picture and shared it with our friends who were like, wow, that's so nice. After, And we, we have savored maybe like, I don't know, three bites. <laughs> And we are like, oh, we should let the kitties out of the room so they can roam free. <laughs> Biggest mistake of our life. <laughs> I open the door. They are walking around. Kip is just like sniffing. Not even on a chair. Benny, she is, she's still so small. She cannot see what is on top of the table from the floor. She <laughs> leaps up onto the table as she is wont to do, right in the middle of a macaroni and cheese casserole. Uh, <laughs> that's her right. <laughs> she, she falls back off of the casserole. No, she was clinging into it. I had to, like, push her but she, she wanted that casserole. <laughs> no, I don't think Let she did. I think she, she didn't know what was she, going on. She didn't understand. This has never happened to her before. <laughs> she was bewildered. She, she flees after jumping into mac and cheese. <laughs> and and then I eventually wipe out down her little paws a little, I think. That's what oh, happened. I can't believe it. Mac and cheese crimes. Mac and cheese pa. <laughs> she still doesn't but know what happened. But you know, we're not fire stars, so we we don't tell her she can't do anything right. Right, because y'all are good parents. Yeah, yes. love your cat. <laughs> we are gonna call her Mac and Cheese Paw for the rest of her life, though. Yeah, she's she'll never live it down. No, she'll be old and gray. She's still going to be Little Miss Mac and Cheese Paw Mistake. <laughs> well, after Gray Stripe leaves, they finally have a chance to talk. Like, they've been trying to for, like, I don't know, a week, days, whatever. <laughs> and it's, everyone is sad and upset. Both of them are, like, miserable. And they're, like, and Bramble, um... My guy, Bramble Guy. <laughs> He's like, I've, I've, I had this vision. I gotta go. 
I didn't say you could come. It'll be really dangerous. And obviously Squirrel Paws, like, I'm going to come. It sucks here. And um, that's what happens when you're, when you're a shitty dad. Everyone's going to leave. They're leaving. Yeah, I mean, like, quite literally, I mean, Bramble Claw was going to leave anyway, but he he's, like, extra motivated now. So Firestars is all you're doing. Yeah. He's, like, so angry. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the, like, Arthur clenched fists, like, <laughs> shaking, barely controlling. He's really angry, but he's also really sad. I know. I'm, I'm going to read the bit where, like, he, he basically realizes, like, this situation is success. Um, the day before, after the confrontation behind the nursery, he had felt torn between the demands of the prophecy and loyalty to Firestar. Now he looked ahead to see day after day of struggling to please his leader with no chance of success because he did not know why Firestar is angry with him in the first place. There was only one solution. He must leave on the journey with only the word of Clan to guide him and not come back to f- until he had discovered the answers that would prove Firestar how loyal he'd been all along <laughs> or else he would not come back at all. He's going on his Tall Stars quest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is. Just as angry and upset. And then. Oh. I heard a thump. I mean, I guess that's it. Like, that's yeah. the end of the chapter. That's what's going to happen. Um, fuck Firestar. I don't know that guy. <laughs> I guess this is what happens when you become a leader. Yeah. For real. It's not good. And also when we can't see inside your stupid little head to see what fucking three-dimensional mind chess you're doing to convince yourself that this is a good idea. Yeah, I would if... love to see the three-dimensional mind chess he's doing. Well, he's probably crying inside and he's so sad and he definitely... It's hurting him to be suspicious of this um, grown-up baby that he maligned <laughs> as a baby. Um, he is uh, sobbing over it with Sandstorm every night, but um, they must keep up this facade of everything being normal. Everything is so sad and hard for him personally. Maybe Graystripe is having some like heart-to-hearts with him that... Um, are very tense and are, are shaking like the foundations of their their long held friendship. Doesn't that make you sad? Maybe Graystripe's doing stuff behind the scenes that we definitely don't know about. <laughs> Maybe Graystripe, <laughs> also a father. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that completely. Yeah, Graystripe is also <laughs> about to have both of his children disappear. <laughs> All they can bond over it. <laughs> Graystripe's gonna be like, how did Firestar being a bitch mess up my children too? <laughs> Both of his adult children who are like doing very well where they are living. Yup, it's Firestar's protagonist power. He can fuck up people's lives <laughs> in an entirely different clan. Like, oh god. The way we saw it in the earlier books aside, Graystripe narratively seems to have like done pretty well with his kids. I think he still sees them, like, regularly, right? He does, yeah. 
he's just gonna like like the the bi-weekly like family potluck or whatever he's just gonna bring bring like two two like field mice to to the piece of grass where they usually have it and he's not gonna see them he's like what happened no one's showing up to people Grace's barbecue. <laughs> no, I'll cry. <laughs> oh God. Uh, no, Leaf Paul will show up to people Grace's Grace barbecue. She'll be the only one. <laughs> Talk myself into liking him again. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop doing this. Oh, he's so sad he didn't do anything. <laughs> this is different from when we said he didn't do anything earlier. <laughs> he li- he literally is, he didn't, didn't do, do anything, anything positive. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, I don't see what... anything else for these chapters. Yeah. I also don't. We'll see what happens next. <laughs> um well it's we do have an email oh yes it is the 69th episode um to celebrate we have, we have asked for some emails from our our listeners thank you for being here with us to 69 episodes so we'll <laughs> look at the emails um sorry i'm logging in I yeah, have we have like not three, I think. We have, yeah, two emails and a DM. Uh-huh. Should we add a home address to our Gmail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one should we start with? Um, Do we want to just start at the, the beginning? Sure. Um... This is from Alex. The subject line is 69. Nice. Nice. And their question is, out of the six characters who know about the prophecy, Brambleclaw, Tawny Pelt, Feathertail, Crowpaw, Stormfur, and Squirrelpaw, which possessions would they all like to play in an MMO, e.g. tank, <laughs> DPS, and healer? <laughs> Great question. I'm going to leave this to y'all because I've never played an MMO <laughs> and I don't know jack shit. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm bad at MMOs. I, well, I mean, just like I, I, any. Oh, you no, played, no, like, I Overwatch. That has the same positions. I have. Yeah, I have knowledge. I'm just bad at them. <laughs> uh, well, Bramboclaw would be a tank because he is big. And yeah, I, yeah. I think he's a good one. And he. He protects people. I feel <laughs> he's also a little bit anxious. But I he think, might. And I like an anxious. Tank. Yeah, but he might also be in a tank, like in the sense where he doesn't have any protection abilities. His job is to just get the shit beat out of him, so nobody else gets attacked. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just picturing. You know, I'm, I'm picturing. He leaps into battle, and he's he's Winston. this will protect us. <laughs> He should sound like Winston Overwatch. <laughs> uh, um, Tawny Pelt. I don't have much sense for her as a battle. Like a, I mean, I guess I she's good DPS. at it. She's, yeah. 
Maybe. See, now I'm just thinking of like Final Fantasy classes. <laughs> Go ahead. Dark Knight or whatever. Uh, I mean, no. Shadow Clan. Dark Knight's a Is tank, that DPS? Please. Oh, God, I don't know. I never. I couldn't. Final Fantasy is very difficult to me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I I feel like saying like Rogue is 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 just playing into Shadow Clan stereotypes. <laughs> What's the like like sniper? Oh, you think she'd be like a sniper class? I, she seems like the kind of person yeah. to like not you know she she fights battles she knows she can win yeah that yeah maybe that's me playing into shadow clan stereotypes as well <laughs> okay well we haven't <laughs> seen too much of adult tawny uh we really tawny haven't Pell yet to be fair she's pretty funny when she's there yeah um, she she does like to sit in a tree. I know this much. She maybe has a favorite she's like, tree. Maybe she's like a dragoon. Got a big lance and big jumps. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, right. feather tail. I... She's a healer. Yeah, she's a yeah. girl and she's a healer. She's. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's mercy. <laughs> she's yeah. She's she's default. Um, I'm sure she gets better later. I mean, I could see her taking a very interesting, like, hyper, hyper Star Clan fan, like, turn the more you get to know her. She, like, in her head, she's like Joan of Arc or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be cool. Not related to MMOs, I guess. <laughs> um, Crowpaw. He is DPS. He a is the, he is a twelve year old on <laughs> Overwatch chat who is cursing at you and and saying Grandpa called me a slur on Overwatch <laughs> chat. <laughs> oh no! What does he mean? On uh, Overwatch, yeah. Um, I feel like Genji's too obvious. Um. I mean, we can go for the obvious maybe, ones. Maybe Hanzo. he's like thirteen. Like you know, yeah. He's not a very subtle person. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be one or the other. <sighs> I I I feel like if um other he'd be like a DPS that's like a like a glass cannon, like high damage output, no defenses. If you if you Hit him wrong, he will turn into dust. Is it because he's like, four, like six months old? Yes. Glass <laughs> <laughs> cannon on account of being a baby. Yeah, well, you know, but he's also Wind Clan, so you know he's fast. It's true. He can zip around. Yeah. Stormfur is a tank because he just kind of stands there. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> he will protect us. He's a guy, and he's standing yeah. there. He's doing his job. Yep, he'd yeah. be like a boring tank, like paladin or something. I don't know. I, I'm thinking Final Fantasy terms again. I'm sorry. I'm I'm slandering any paladin players. Like Hadrian, <laughs> not like Hadrian. 
Yes. That's the only paladin I know. Uh, Squirrel Paul. DPS. Yeah, also DPS. I yeah, think she has well, patience <laughs> for like anything this... else. Yeah. This it's team funny. is so not balanced. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. So what is it? Two two tanks, uh, one healer, and three DPS. That's actually, that could be worse. That could be worse. It could, it could be worse. We could spread things out a At little. At least there's one healer, you know? It's just not, you know, it's not a 2-2-2 comp or anything. <laughs> All right. We do have a couple more questions from yeah, Alex. Yeah, uh-huh. Question, next question. What are we hoping to see on the journey? Um, antics. I want Scroll Prawn Crowpaw to fight. <laughs> yeah. I want to see a baby fight. Uh. Um... I want to see them transition through different nature environments and be like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got to see them seeing the ocean and their little minds are blown. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine even you've never seen the ocean before. <laughs> and you've so never heard up. of the ocean. <laughs> Existential crisis. Oh, I want to see them eat different animals. Related to that, mm. I want to see like more like kitty pets. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll get like a seventh member of the the team to be the yeah. healer. He's <laughs> <laughs> a kitty pet. A rogue, you know, I'll take either. And then final question from Alex. What does Bramble call out order at Starbucks? I know this. I I know exactly what this is. Yeah. He goes into Starbucks after thinking about it all day. Like, I want a little treat. <laughs> oh, no. Do I deserve a little treat? I don't know. Maybe I should oh. get a little treat. And he finally, he's so anxious and he, when he gets in there. It's really sad. And he's waiting in line. And he's he's looking at the menu. He's not really seeing it. He does not customize anything. He will not, like, build any drink. He is just looking at what's available. What he orders is just, like, at the end, a latte. So you're saying Bramble calls me ordering coffee shop? (laughs) He's me. He orders a latte. He forgets to specify if it's hot or iced. Whatever one he gets is not really the one he wants. No. And he's like, oh, this is kind of bitter. No. <laughs> because he went to Starbucks. Oh, bad. Me getting my little treat before class at the the campus, like, dining hall Starbucks mm-hmm. and going like, could I have a, a chai latte with almond milk? And then I wait 10 minutes because they're very busy and they forgot about me. No. No. <laughs> And then it's iced, and I wanted hot, and I didn't. I didn't say, so it's my fault. <sighs> Bramble Qual is our our boy, our little meow meow. <laughs> when we, I would like to relate this quickly back to what do you want to see on the journey, which is I want to see Squirrel Paul ordering something for him. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for no pickles. <laughs> Pickles my latte, please. 
key to ordering coffee anywhere is to meticulously study the menu beforehand, the day before on their website. You can do it. I believe in you, Brambleclaw. Here's a laptop. Um, Alex also ends their very nice email with meow, comma, Alex. Thank so thank you. you. Um, should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can read it. Okay. And this is from, uh, sparkle emoji, twitchy little goblin, sparkle <laughs> emoji, parentheses, at egg paints, and parentheses, from Twitter. Um, hello, you asked for an anecdote for F69 parentheses nice parentheses disclaimer i have not had a chance to actually listen to the pod yet but i am excited for when i'll get to it um if you enjoy when you do (laughs) thank you yeah uh in middle school my best friend and i decided to share our warrior cats books to save pocket money oh what that looked like was uh was that i owned books one to three and she four to six i believe i owned seven and eight and then we abandoned the project Usually we exchanged books during school, but sometimes when we hung out, we carried around whatever big-ass book we were both reading at the time. I vividly remember a late summer night where I biked 10 to 15 minutes to our house to get book four or something because I deeply needed to get to the next part. Aww. Aww. That's so cute. That's a long bike ride. It's right. Yeah. Um, that's summer. Aww. Thank you. I love the things children go through to to read these books. Mm -hmm. Our final message from Jay. Hi, StairCast. Happy 69th. Just wanted to let you know that this podcast literally got me through my cleaning job over the summer. I listened to so much of it, which made scrubbing out gross student rooms far more bearable. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sorry. Students are the worst. I'm so sorry. Students are terrible. so brave. (laughs) Jay, you're braver than any U.S. Marine. (laughs) Braver than Firestar. Oh, by Truly. far. Thanks for the nostalgia and encouraging me to pick up where I left off reading Warrior Cats with a new series that is somewhat questionable. <laughs> Are you being a Star Clan like your cat? You mean Dawn I'm of the so Clans? curious. <laughs> uh, oh. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for your emails. Yes. Thank you. We love to get emails. You can send us emails anytime, and we'll probably look at it within two weeks. These are the only emails I like to get. (laughs) That's not true. I like to get emailed by the spice shop here. (laughs) But this, this is number one to me. Spices come second. I didn't have anything else. I how much time do we have left for something else? Really? I guess a Not little. A lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I. I we have to do like a quit. Let me. Hold on, warriorcats. dot com. Let's see. What, are there any fun official quizzes that have come out? This the warriorcats website takes so whoa. First ever oh. Warrior Cats short story competition. Oh. Ooh. An exciting collaboration with Figgy Holmes. Didn't she, like, say 
fuck it, I'm leaving. I don't I don't know. Oh, the holly leaf and blue star plushies look so weird. I love them. <laughs> are they are they like the typical style? Are they like the the kind of Funko Pop? <laughs> the plushies? I don't even know how to I'll show Oh us god. <laughs> oh, I see them. They look like dogs. What? Okay, now I have to get in here. Sorry for <laughs> once again we, we have pivoted to a visual this. medium. We've pivoted to a visual medium. Please. Okay. Liz, please look at these. All right, I'm looking at these. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. They're kind of charmingly fucked up. Yeah. They... Oh, they're so odd. They they I like their um their arms. They're like seals. They just kind of stick out. Oh, apparently out. the some of the figure the figures do have like posable limbs. Oh. Or some of them do cuz like here's a picture of Oh no, Cinderpelt is just posed as is. Never mind. I thought this was like a I think these plushies are kind of charming. These are very like I, they look like they're completely made out of ovals. <laughs> I think the faces are what are throwing me. They're very... The whiskers. There's a lot of... There's like individual whisker pores and there's like big squares of them on the snoot. Right? Yeah. Oh, guys? Yeah. Guys? Yeah? You can get a t-shirt that says... I am Scourge. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, yes. Oh, Christmas is just around the corner. It's just the little Scourge icon, and then it says, quote, in quotation marks, I am Scourge, the rise of Scourge. So true. So true. Oh, wait, I think it's, wait, wait. it's only available in youth unisex. <laughs> when you said the little icon, I thought you meant like book art. No, you meant the little like no, Funko he looks Pop. Like a, his little Funko Pop face. <laughs> Oh. oh, it's beautiful. Oh, the image of the model wearing it. Are you yeah. seeing it? I'm seeing it. Very... It's, a, it's a girl who looks like she reads Warrior Cats. Mm -hmm. Contemplative. There's a youth t-shirt section that is um <laughs> You've got you've got a blood clan with the little scourge in a heart. <laughs> uh-huh. We've got gray stripe. All I will always be your friend. Fire and ice. Gave <laughs> you to say that. Um, we've got gray stripe telling fire star out here it's wild and free. Um, mm -hmm. tiger star, don't think I'm finished. I'll be a leader yet. And then fucking in the like, the the like yeah whatever list of names font. You know the the t shirts, how the t shirts are. Yeah. Uh huh. It except it's just like <laughs> one character, <laughs> so you can get a t shirt that says Rusty, Firepaw, <laughs> Fireheart, Firestar, <laughs> or a t shirt that says Tiger Kit, Tiger Paw, Tiger Claw, Tiger Star. <laughs> there's there's one for J Feather, but I'm assuming he never gets to be president because it's only no. J Kit, J Paw, J Feather, and then it ends. Doesn't quite have the this same build-up, huh? No. So fucking funny. You can get a J-Feather compact mirror. Oh, perfect. Oh. 
You can get a clan charm bracelet. Oh, I, that that's very necessary. I think thirteen-year-olds should have courage charm bracelets. And, you can get courage and honor socks for Thunder Clan. Oh my god! God, they really are just uh, Gryffindor, huh? I do like these Art Deco um, clan badges. Those are fun. Oh yeah, the little—they're cute. Oh, this is... What's in? Sorry, I gotta see what's... Oh, it's just mugs and homeware. You can get a set of three large plush, including Graystripe, Firestar, and Jayfeather. He's there, too. <laughs> <laughs> they know everyone loves him. Yeah. You can get a Firestar pen. Oh, you can get a Blood Clan hoodie. I like that the hoodies are just, um, some of them just have the book covers on, but I do wish they were the old ones. Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, the, the picture of the, um, the hoodie that's just the four cats is this very cheerful girl at a skate park. We love yeah. that. That's right. That's where the warrior cats yep. girls are hanging out. <laughs> you know it. <sighs> well, I think we've... Uh, oh, there's a sandstorm little thing. Figure? Yeah. yeah. Are you looking at this one? It's got it's next to Ravenpaw who has a little snake. I feel like we've probably seen this. He has a snake from Snake Hell. Well, that might be is that it for us? I think that we might be it. We didn't find time, but we did enjoy looking at the the boss, bizarre merch. Of warrior cats. Oh, it's so good. I mean, like, it's bizarre, but it's also like, yeah, that's the shit that yeah. warrior cats kids want. Yeah. yeah. I really hope I see a kid at the library wearing a Blood Clan t-shirt. <laughs> Please. But I think they could make it, the, the design's a little more anime, though, to, to, to really appeal to the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe with yeah, more, I think like, the- like, spikes and blood, but, you know. Yeah. You could, like, enhance the eyes on these plushes. <laughs> Maybe have less realistic whiskers. Well, we're done with the visual segment of our podcast. Now, I think. <laughs> yep. Uh, classic, classic portion of our podcast. That's us. Uh, let me just look at the chapters for next week. I think we should find like uh, imagines to do for next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. We need to make a new OC. We should categorize the ones we do have. <laughs> Put them in little folders. Okay, I think four chapters next week. Um, so I guess it's chapters eleven. Wait, right? Yeah, eleven. 11 through 14. Yeah, that's four. Okay. Um, anything else from anyone? Mm-hmm. Nothing on my end. Y'all going to Peepaw's barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> Barbecued bowl. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to um, bring some mac and mouse back and mouse <laughs> alright well I guess that will do it for us this week um, 
You can find us on Twitter at Staircast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Staircast. You can send us emails or DM us with anything at at gmail.com. And that will be it for now. So until next time, may StarClan light your path. Bye. 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 Bye.